Hi guys, this is Watching People Cook, Master Chef Junior Season 7, Episode 10. I'm Pepper Proxy. And I'm David. And this episode is entitled Girl Power. Girl Power. And I think in less enlightened times, it probably would have been the Mother's Day episode of the show. You are right. But... Because they realize now that not everyone has a mother and not everyone uh, wants to celebrate their mother, that doing a female em- a female empowerment show makes much more sense because then relatives and mothers can be included or not. Yeah, that, that's true. I hadn't thought of that. And see, it, it gives a reason for Seattle Sadie to be really happy, too. It does, because th- this is one of her... One of her avenues... Her mantras. Her mantras is she is a feminist. Yeah. And so this is a time for her to shine because she recognizes most of the tasters. (laughs) I wonder who she didn't recognize. Well, I would guess Aron's sister. (laughs) I don't know. I have a feeling that she's done some recon on all the judges. So she might... she, She maybe did recognize a sister who... Ador- she was adorable. I, yes. l- I really enjoyed this episode. Yes, I thought it was a good episode, too. I agree. I, I do want to semi-spoiler the second half of the episode by saying that um, in the preview uh, of the beginning of the episode where they showed clips from the whole show, yeah, um, the first section was so not a cliffhanger that they just showed you who lost in the opening of the show. Oh, I didn't even pick. I didn't even pick up on yeah. that. But I'm also exhausted today. So <laughs> yeah, I know you were out um, doing all the yard work. I was trying to turn my brown thumb green. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and our our yard is a lovely brown color. It it, it is with hints of green now. Hints of green. <laughs> so the Master Chef Junior Restaurant is open for business, um, and I do like. Um, the fact that Reed has a little talking head segment before they do their uh, team picks. And he says that um, who, who would think that a little hunter from Georgia um, would make it to the top 10? And he's carving out a place on his wall between like the trophies from hunting um, for his Master Chef Junior Award. That's right. And um, one of the things I noticed in a difference between adult MasterChef and kids MasterChef is the kids are excited for team challenges. So excited. And the adults, not excited for team challenges. They dread them. They dread the team challenges. I think the big people could learn a little something from the children. Yeah. And I think the kids enjoy not having to stand out alone in those challenges as much, whereas the adults feel like they're going to get dragged down by weak people. Well, that, but I also feel like maybe there's a, there are different levels within even the adults because it seems like the young adults in in the adult version are much more collaborative and much more open to being on team challenges than the adults that maybe have a little bit more experience in the kitchen or who are maybe a little bit more mature and set in their ways. Yeah, and I've I've noticed that when the real chefs, quote unquote, um, on shows that are pretty confident in their skills work together, they generally like working together, but they pretty quickly establish one of them is in charge. Yeah, and the, and they're and they're um, 
they're okay being like second or third yeah, or whatever. They're they... okay, even if they are equal in skill and talent. Yeah. Well, it's from where I think the experience of working in kitchens and yeah. and working your way up from just you know maybe. Um, doing the mise en place to like a sous chef, like you have to be able to take direction and work, work in a, on a team in a brigade. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, Ivy is, I like, I love this episode. I thought it was a good one. And I also love it because they showed a lot of Ivy Yes. and I have missed her for the last couple of weeks. So she gets selected to be the, um, captain of the blue team. Um, and she also says that she's a born leader because she's an older sister and she has a younger sister. So she can, she's basically saying that I'm a good leader because I, I can boss my little sister around, which so, I've, I, I have experience with that. I was going to say, so do you, have, do you have a family of born leaders? And, uh, I and... have so many born leaders in my family. All, all I am is a follower. I'm the youngest of eight children, so we'll just put it, we'll just so put it that seven way. Seven born leaders and you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so Ivy decides to choose her team mm-hmm. instead of a protein because she gets to pick because um, mm-hmm. she did have the best dish. Um, so the, the challenge is, do you want to pick your team or do you want to pick your protein? And she decides to pick her team, which would which includes Malia, Reed, Che, and Sadie. Good so team. I'm going to ask you that same question. Would you prefer to pick your team or would you prefer to pick your protein? Team. No doubt, team. Like, yeah, it was it was no question, team. No and, question. And um, the she did it. I think she did an excellent job picking. But I also don't think that she like picked all the good people and left bad people either. It's just she did a good job choosing people that could collaborate together and yeah. work together because. The other and and highlight their skills. Like she was even when she was talking about why she chose who she chose, she was like thinking, okay, I'm pulling a team together, and this contestant can do this really well, and this contestant is great at that. Um, so I think she was brilliant in choosing to pick the team versus the protein. Because come on, it, it's either a box full of fabulous seafood, which runs the gamut from shellfish to halibut to salmon to a box full of delicious um, meat, like other meats, like poultry, lamb, um, fish, beef, like, of course, yeah. We should also say Rashad, who picked the other team, he likes to lead as well. Well, Rashad does like to lead as well, but he didn't get to pick his team. No. Um, Ivy kind of picked his team for him, but his team was good too. It was Ben, Jayla, Aaron, and Matthew. Um, and so he got to pick the protein. Since she got to pick the team, he got to pick what protein his team was going to um, cook with. And what did he pick? Seafood. Seafood, yeah. Interesting choice. Yeah, well, it's funny because I was just um, chatting with um, one of my friends because she came over to go for a crow crawl with me uh, yesterday, and that's when we walk around feeding crows secretly with peanuts. So she came over, and she was her um, family is from Alaska, and they're they're fisher a fisherman a fisher people, and we were talking about different types of seafood 
um, and talking about just like cooking. She gave me some pointers and tips on how to cook seafood. And um, I was just saying, it's, it's scary. I don't know if it's because I was born in Ohio, even though I've lived in the Pacific Northwest for, you know, more than 20 years, but seafood always seems a little bit scarier for me, especially when you're cooking it for a larger group of people and it has, it, it has to rest a little while. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've talked about it on the podcast before about our Ohio seafood yeah. relationship, which is troubled. And, uh, <laughs> but even so, that, even, even like weighing that in, I was surprised that that was, I was the surprised first too. And seafood is very broad, um, in terms of what that could mean as well. And I know meat is also a very broad, yeah. uh, word, but it, you're pretty much limited to chicken, pork, beef in the meat category. I mean, it could be goat. It could lamb. Be, yeah, lamb. Because like, the other team actually yeah. ends up picking lamb. Right, their but it, but they're all pretty consistent, like how you cook them, and they're pretty traditional. But you don't know when you just pick seafood if you're going to get clams or shellfish, halibut, or freshwater, or um, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, I I did feel like in in the picking of the proteins. I felt like Ivy, her team did such a phenomenal job picking lamb because their thought was that they really wanted to shine and pick something that would be um, memorable and um, oh, what is it when you're just so like blown away? Like yeah, it's judges, impressive. Yeah, very. Thank you, impressive. And then Rashad's team picked salmon. And while salmon is not my favorite fish, I don't really care for it, except for red salmon, which I learned a lot about yesterday, the Copper River salmon. Um, it also kind of seemed like it was a little bit of an like easy out to me. In, in yeah, that. it's definitely a quick preparation yeah. compared to a lot of the other um, things in that crate. But also, um, you know, as it turned out, Maybe not the best choice either. Right. Do you know what I mean? I mean, because I think the other team came in with a little bit higher degree of skill and a degree Mm -hmm. of difficulty and preparation. And um, the salmon, you know, I mean, you do do have to do things to cook salmon correctly, but it's more a matter of just meeting standards. It's not a, it's not a it's long not a cre- process. It's not a super creative um, no. protein to cook, in my opinion. So they, um, they, the other exciting part of this challenge is, um, the special guests are all women. Right. Um, and we get to see some former contestants, um, and then, um, some of the judges, four women from each of the judges, like and mm-hmm. women who have influenced them. And I do have to say when the um, special guests come out, Sadie looks genuinely happy. She's yes. like pumping her fist and it felt super authentic, but it also looked exactly that same way for Matthew. He was tickled pink. Yeah. And for me, and I don't know how you felt about this, but it almost felt like the biggest celebrity was um, Christina Tozzi's mom. <laughs> 
wanted to say she. By the way, Christina Totesy's mom looks great. Yeah, she's a, she's adorable. She had a little scarf around her neck. I loved. I really liked her look. <laughs> well, I was really excited. I want to hear you who you were excited to see um, as the special guests, but. I was really tickled to see Christina from Hell's Kitchen. Mm -hmm. She used to be a contestant on that show. She won her season, and now she goes on and she's like um, a mentor, usually on the women's team initially, Um, and she's gone on to pretty good success, too, as a chef. Yeah. Um, And then I was also tickled to see Benji. I just... I, yeah. she's, she, um, or they are such an awesome former, uh, MasterChef Junior winner. I was just so happy. And Benji is just like, has such a special place in my yeah. heart. What a positive person. And then, um, some of the other folks were Claudia, um, from the adult MasterChef, Jasmine, who was the comeback kid from her season. Mm-hmm. If you remember, she was kicked off. And then came back um, onto MasterChef Junior to go ahead and win her season. And then Christine Ha um, from the adult MasterChef, um, she she won a few years ago. I can't remember exactly when. So who were you really excited to see? Um, I didn't write down anyone's name, but um, I was very happy to see that the female head of... Um, of uh, Christina Tozzi's restaurant. Milk Bar. Milk Bar was there. I thought that was a really good inclusion because it was more the business side of the restaurant business. So I thought that was an important important thing. And Christina Tozzi had the model entrepreneur as well. Carly Kloss, yeah. Carly Kloss, which I thought was really a good good choice for it. But really, my favorites are always the family members. Of the judges. Yeah. So I like, you know. Gordon had his wife and his oldest. We always see his, um, t- is it Tilly? His daughter mm-hmm. Tilly. And sometimes his son. I've never seen his oldest daughter. No. To my recollection on any of and the shows. And he announced she was the first person in their family to go to college. I know. He's proud of his kids. Yeah. Which is very sweet. So yeah. um, I, I always enjoy that. And. You know, there are some familiar faces yeah. from um, other things that we've watched, yeah. and, uh, but those are the people I, I kind of enjoy and look for their reactions. Yeah. I You know, t- talking about um, Gordon's children, do you, <laughs> do you remember watching this show? I think it was on PBS, and it was Gordon Ramsay was teaching his children kind of like the circle of life, and they were really little at the time. Oh, yeah. And they... Um, they were raising chickens, I think, or turkeys, and they had to take care of the turkeys, but he wanted to teach them where their food really came from. Mm-hmm. Do, do, you, do yeah. you remember that? <laughs> then it ended with children killing the animal and eating it. Yeah. I, 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 in my mind's eye, there were some tears. There maybe weren't, but maybe there were tears for me because those his children were just rosy-cheeked, lovely little babies. Yes, very In cute. my mind, when they were on that show, and they're, like, out on a farm, and they're wearing wellies, and it was just, like... It was super cute. Super cute, but then I was like, oh, they, like... He's like, it's not a pet, it's our food, and it's like, oh, this is hard. <laughs> well, speaking of tears, maybe we should get to the actual cooking part of it. Yeah, so... um so, yeah, so Ivy's team decides to go with lamb and risotto, 
And then we have a mishap. Yep. Reed, as he should have been, got put in part, well, was one of the people in charge of Lan. And he was flipping the rack in the pan and admiring it. And it splashed down and sprayed oil all over his hand. Well, are you talking about Reed's tears or my tears? Both. Okay. Yes. Well, again, I'm really tired today. I'm starting to get teared up. I'm just thinking about it. I'm really a little bit sleepy. So I think that's why I'm emotional. But oh my goodness. He is such a brave young man. And he was, he did get really hurt too. It was blistered. And, um, you know, Gordon Ramsay was showing him his scars too and showed him one where he got burned by pretty much this in the same circumstance yeah which was really nice and he said it was gordon was so good in that like he he like he was such a good mentor in that moment and i just was so impressed with reed because again he's only eight years old i know he's amazing he's the same age as matthew um but he drinks some water and the like some of the first words out of his mouth are like he he shouldn't have done that. He's like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Like, he's being so hard on himself. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to, like, give him a squeeze. And then in the, the interview, he said it was like bees and ants were stinging at the same time on his hand. I know. Oh, buddy. But he um, he is so brave. And he, I think they maybe gave him the option or they said, okay, yeah. you need to get you to the medic or you need yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. But he sees the medic, but then he tells Gordon, I'm going to do my job. And that's those are the words he used. I'm going to do my job and not sit this one out. So then again, we all start crying because he's so brave. Yeah. Um, and as as Reed is going through his, um, his drama, Ivy was doing a kick-ass job. And yeah. She was like, she, took she the was reins. on it. I love her. I love her so much. She really was like, she acknowledged her teammate was injured. She had empathy for him, but she didn't get derailed. And she really like started like doing two jobs and like making sure everybody was on point. It's true. And uh, Reed basically was tasting and um, being enthusiastic. Yeah. Motivational. And at the end, he jumped in with one paw in a, like a bucket of ice water and the other helping plate the asparagus. Which I want to say they, there was a bad product placement, um, in this because they showed the Viking stove logo and then cut to Reed with his hand in a bowl of ice, which I was like, that's a, that's a little weird one. And they did it later in the show too. In the second round, Yeah, somebody was using the deep fryer and they they said, "Ooh, this is hot." And then they yeah. cut to read like with his hand, yeah. and I was like, "Man, that's on one of my other podcasts. It's called A Date with Dateline. They have this segment says that um, they they say brands unhappy being associated yes. <laughs> with Dateline, yeah, yeah. Um, which yeah, is yeah. super funny. You guys, this is not a this is not a sponsorship, um, but A Date with Dateline is it's a really great show, and you do their podcast, and you don't have to watch Dateline to enjoy it." Um, but I would have to say that the one thing um, with that that IV's team I was concerned about was the portions of lamb look so ginormous. I was a little worried that they would be a little too blue in the middle. But they seem to be fine. Yeah. So then we go to the salmon team, um, Rashad's salmon team. They're doing chive mashed potatoes with broccolini. And a whole green mustard vinaigrette, which I thought that vinaigrette looked really tasty. Yeah. 
And Rashad is not um, doing much more to lead the team than just telling them they're doing a good job. Even when they're not. Yeah, even when they're not. Um, and so it, it doesn't go well. No, the salmon looked so overcooked to me. And then Aaron was just basting the salmon. And again, I'm not a big cooker of fish, but I don't think I've ever heard of like basting fish. Mm-mm. Um, and we also get, uh, Oh dear from Gordon, which is kind of like writing on the wall for what the future holds. Um, the team isn't listening to Jayla either, which kind of bummed me out because she was the voice of reason. She was like, no, we need to cook the salmon with the skin side down. We just need like turn it over mm-hmm. once. Like, and nobody, and nobody's listening to her. And Rashad is just only giving positive feedback t- and to the detriment of his team. That's true. Um, so Gordon has to ask him, where is the captain? Kind of as a semi-subtle hint <laughs> to get get his Eastern gear, yeah. Um, so then Christina from Hell's Kitchen, she gives a good talking head seg- head segment, and then they um, show many of the other guests singing the praises of women, um, and then service begins. Um, so the um, folks like the lamb. They really like the risotto. Yeah. Um, but they said that the salmon was inconsistent, uh, but they thought the dish was well thought out. Um, so no surprise to anybody in our living room. Well, the, because they showed it at the beginning of the show. <laughs> well, well, no surprise to David for sure, but no surprise <laughs> to me either, even though I was zoning out. The winning team um, with a score of 10 to 6 is Ivy's blue team. Yeah. Um, Ivy said she's speechless, but she goes on to give a little speech to say that she's never won a team challenge. And this time, not only did they she won a team challenge, she was the captain. Yeah, and I will say in Rashad's defense, he took the hit after they, his team lost, and he's like, that was my fault. I, I should have done it differently. I know. I really, Which, really appreciate Rashad. I got to tell you, that's I love leadership, that kid. So yeah. that was good. Well, that, and, you know, I do like I do like some of the positive reinforcement, but I also like the fact that Rashad, like, I think he's able to ha- express emotion, but also, like, balance it in in, in in himself so um so the red team um they first get a demo um from gordon on the dish that they're gonna make which is his seared salmon uh, or sorry seared scallop dish they're supposed to replicate it and it's from um gordon's three michelin starred restaurant which I want to say that one restaurant of Gordon Ramsay's has three more stars than the entire country of Canada. <laughs> well, in Canada, it's a Michelin star. <laughs> but yes, you're, you're right. Um, and they had to shuck and clean those scallops. I know. Which I've never done in my entire life. So No, I've only shucked corn. Can you also sing that song about what? How does that song go about? The one I learned in elementary school uh, at, at Indian Springs Elementary. Yeah, what? What? How, did you sing a tune. Sing a. Going to the shucking of the corn. I'm going to the shucking of the corn. Going to the shucking of the. Going to the shucking of the. Going to the shucking of the corn. Okay, thank you. But nothing to do with scallops at that point. I wouldn't have even known what a scallop was. No, um, so. Um, Aaron says there are so many components to the dish. He was going to take notes. 
Um, but unfortunately, he doesn't give enough time for his gelatin to set in mm-hmm. the gelée. Um, he also started to cry just when asked about how he would feel about going home. So he's he's very um, he's very tender. He's yes. a tender young man. Um, so in his judging, he struggled a little with the finesse. Um, he hopes he has done enough. Um, and he also has a really hard time handling stress. It's true. Um, and then we go to Matthew. And can you describe what his t-shirt looked like? Um, was it the first half? It was bananas. Oh, yes. What was it in the second half? So he had the bananas t-shirt, the banana t-shirt on. And then in his talking head segment, it, it looked like it was like trucks and automobiles. Um, but he can barely see over the table to watch the demonstration. He said he has cooked scallops before and then go, like, does a really, like, energetic booyah, which was kind of funny. Um, the diff, and he also tells Gordon that it's maybe a difficult dish, but not as difficult as Beef Wellington. Which is always a, di- a difficult um, dish in which, these challenges. Which his, means his family was smart, and they went through all the Gordon Ramsay dishes <laughs> that they cook on the show, and they're like, we're teaching you to cook beef wellington because only, you have to know how to cook beef wellington to be on this show. Because at some point you're going to be wrapping a, like Something a filet in right. pastry yes. <laughs> with some m- mushroom duck salad. And Matthew did well. Yeah, at the end he had to rush for a zester, but oh my gosh, Gordon said his dish looked beautiful. It was great. Christina said it was spot on with the flavor. His puree was a little gritty, um, but that was the only like constructive feedback. Yeah. He was the, he had the second best dish of the night. Yeah. Um, Jayla did not like the shucking of the oyster. She said it was nasty. Um, and they're and, poison to her. Yeah, she has the allergy, but she she said she can ha- she can like manhandle it, but she can't eat it. Um, but she also says she's the only girl in the pressure test, so she has to represent on this very special evening. Mm-hmm. And when they cut to her scallops, they didn't mention this, but they sure look like they were a little chewed up. I don't know. Like she had a hard time with the shucking. Yep, she messed up the shuck. <laughs> Gordon says, hers is absolutely delicious. Um, Aron says she had the best apples out of the entire group. And Jayla got the best dish of the night, which kind of made me happy. Yep. So all the all the women made it through. Yay. Um, ben thinks he's making a mess, and he kind of was. Yes. Um, he also said it was a difficult challenge, but I was really excited because we got to hear a little bit more about Ocean Cafe. Yes. So this is this is where I've messed up in the past. The name of his restaurant is Ocean Cafe, not that it is an Ocean Cafe. It could be both, but we know for sure that he has his name picked out. Yes. Um, much like Jayla's, in my opinion, his scallops look like they were kind of put through the ringer. Um, but he, he, he does, makes a fatal flaw. Yeah. He, he seasoned 30 minutes before he cooked, which is fine with steak. It's actually best with steak to do but that. But not so good when it's a little skinny scallop that you're going to be searing. Yeah. Because when you do that, you draw all the, mo- the salt brings all the moisture out. So 
they become like kind of rubbery when you cook them. Mm-hmm. And it removes the flavor of the sea. <laughs> I know that's your favorite term. Mm-hmm. So, of course, all the moisture is leached out of his. But I also thought it was funny. Um, Malia from up in the balcony, we had to rewind it so I could make sure it was her. But she says, this is painful. Um, when they're watching Ben and she's like got her hands covering her mouth and you, I, could, I thought it was her cause it was her little sweet voice, mm-hmm. but you know, if Malia is saying this is painful to watch, like it must've been tough. Yes. Um, but he still has a lot of confidence. He says he's the mini Gordon Ramsay. Um, he, although the color was good, his puree was good. The scallops were rubbery. Right. And I, this is feedback that Christina gave him I love so much because she said that um, he is so creative and, and has so much um, creativity in him, which I agree with um, in, in watching the show. Um, but she thinks that he is challenged sometimes when he has to follow the rules because he is... He want he wants to express his creativity, which I could see that once he is able to have some a little bit more structure and some of the like the basics, I think he could go on to be a phenomenal chef at his restaurant yeah. Ocean Cafe. You would eat at Ocean Cafe, absolutely. Um, and then Rashad cut his scallops a little uneven, mm-hmm. and and we get a dear oh dear from Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, and. The uh, quote from Rashad, he says, how how do you think you did? And he said, not the best job I've done and not the worst job I've done. And Gordon, <laughs> did Gordon say, yeah, that, yeah. that you're good assessment <laughs> good or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so his scallops aren't even. And the dish, they also said he didn't have finesse to his, his dish. Um, but he, like... The thing that I loved about Rashad in this in this episode was that he just took he took the feedback very well and v- he was very mature in the, in the whole judging process. Um, but we see Ben and Rashad, um, n- no surprises, they are giving each other a high five on the way out um, because they both are eliminated. Um, and Rashad, this is the second time in the night that I started crying because Rashad is smiling, like he is smiling ear to ear through his tears. Mm -hmm. Um, and they were so cute together. And Ben says the hardest thing for him was to have to say goodbye to all his friends. Um, which was awfully sweet to say. It was. And, uh, you know, next week is the challenge where they yell at one another. <laughs> All the friends yell at each other. Yeah, so <laughs> the top eight pair up in the most intense team challenge yet. That's next week. I know, which, is, then, the, which is the one where they, they take turns cooking. Yeah. And then they tell everyone, they're not communicating, and the communicating is like... Screaming. Pick that up. Yeah, screaming at each Go other. Go over there. Go over there. It also looks like um, Seattle Sadie has kind of a meltdown. Yeah, I couldn't tell if that was for drama's sake or uh, not. She definitely got confused for a second, yeah. which is unlike her. Yeah, like a cotton headlight. So we'll see you guys next week, or we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.